don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Kyle, can you like type quieter? <laughs> <laughs> okay, welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 11. Today, I have Caleb Helenthal with me. Hello. Hello. So, um, yeah, I just want to introduce yourself, Caleb. Like, um, he's my roommate. Um, yeah, yep, just who I, are you? Um, my name is Caleb Helenthal, and I am currently a junior at uh, University of Illinois, um, and I am staying here in uh, Bloomington Normal for the time being while mm-hmm. classes are online to be in community. And so, yeah, yeah. That, that's cool. I mean, it's definitely a cool story of like, how you got involved here, um, just like how you became a Christian mm-hmm. even. and um, Yeah, I mean, it's just cool that you're, you're here. So Caleb lives with me, and Kyle and Clark and Jared, and he kind of just moved in because of coronavirus mm-hmm. and just being around community instead of being um, at home most of the time, being here most of the time. Yep. The episode today is about trusting God in the mundane, mm-hmm. and so we just want to leave here with doing like, how can you in your own life trust God with the boring things, the mundane things? So we're going to kind of set it by like defining the mundane. Then mm-hmm. we're going to talk about how we can apply that to our lives using mm-hmm. verses and um, going from there. Mm-hmm. So like almost like 90% of our lives are like doing mundane things, mm-hmm. like you would say. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's like, I mean, most of the time, like it's it's kind of just ironic that we have a natural affinity towards like the exciting things, mm-hmm. the new things, yeah. and like the things that really mark our lives are the mundane and the boring. Mm-hmm. Or I, I use the word boring, but just like you know, monotonous. Mm-hmm. Or uh, yeah, I think that's a good. Yeah, and so this episode, I said like I was just thinking about it. I think it's like really good for you, Caleb, because this is going to sound bad, but this is where you excel. Mm-hmm. So don't be offended. Like, allow me to explain this. Like, a lot of people had a lot, a lot of good things to say about you, mm-hmm. like, coming in. Like, I didn't really know you that well, like, moving in. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of knew you from, like, the Summer Mountain Project. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really know you as a person. And so I think it wasn't until you, like, moved in when I saw, like, you in your everyday life of, like, how you, like, chase after God and, like, just, like, the small things and being responsible and just, like, this humility that you have and I, I mean it just makes sense about why everyone like was saying that Caleb's the best oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like just because it's the way you handle like your everyday life and it's just like the way you like carry yourself and like the mm-hmm. godliness that you have is like really um cool to see that so I think it's just your life is a good testimony that pursuing like radical holiness in a world of like secularism mm-hmm. will be unnatural but it's like really winsome for mm-hmm. other people and so that's kind of the essence of like the everyday, like the mundane. So this episode is going to be an encouragement and a definition of living for Christ in the mundane. Mm-hmm. So to begin, like, let's define mundane. Like, what yeah. does it mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you have some examples of yeah. like mundane? Um, when I think of mundane, I think of like, we kind of talked about it, like boring, I guess, but I think more accurately is just like, things aren't changing. Like it mm-hmm. seems like I think stagnant is kind of a, a, a better word than mm. boring. It's just kind of like, okay, the same thing, the same routine, just yeah. kind of like knowing what's going to be there. It's like, mm. okay, nothing's going to change. Nothing is exciting. Like I know what's going to happen. And it's just kind of like, um, 
you know, stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how I see yeah. mundane, like in the real world. But hmm. yeah, I mean, it, like it makes sense. It's mm-hmm. like, it's it, like, I think it just depends on your outlook too. Like some mm-hmm. people it's like, it's not much of a problem. And some people it really is a problem yeah. to like, they're like always like, chasing after like mm-hmm. excitement i think on that scale i fall more towards of like i have to have something exciting mm-hmm. or something i'm looking yeah. forward to yep. or else it's like you know well it's pointless yeah so i guess like mundane would be stuff like you know doing the dishes like mm-hmm. talking to your roommates maybe or yeah. taking a quiz mm-hmm. a test working at your nine to five job mm-hmm. any of those things are just like you know every day it's like you're not really expecting anything different you, you know what's going to mm-hmm. happen and you know just kind of like you said repeating so when i searched it up on google the first definition that came up was lacking interest or excitement dull mm-hmm. and the second definition was interesting i included it because it says of this earthly world rather than a heavenly or spiritual one hmm. and i was just kind of like wow why is this on google yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like yeah and i don't know all the the origins of the word mm-hmm. mundane, yeah. but it, it does say something of like, we kind of want these like super high, like either like spiritual moments mm-hmm. of like, you know, like leading someone to Christ or like sharing your faith yeah. or like giving a talk on something or even stuff like this, like a mm-hmm. podcast, like yeah. this is like, you know, not mundane. Mm-hmm. And so I think we really like in a culture of like Instagram and mm-hmm. like YouTube, yeah. we, we want to be like the David Dobricks of the world. Mm-hmm. When we're really not, and mm-hmm. like, so I think it's just like kind of cool just to think about like that's where you can really make a difference mm-hmm. is in those like everyday, yeah. like mundane things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think so. Like when when you think of mundane, where do you like fall on that scale? Do you feel like you have like grown in like your enjoyment mm-hmm. of like the boring or? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I I would say that. Um, definitely just like early on it, like in my life, like when I was in middle school and high school, I definitely embraced the grind. (laughs) I definitely embraced just like my schedule in high school was I would wake up, I'd go to school and then I, during the football season, I'd go to football practice until whenever that was up, usually around like six 30. And then I, you know, go home, eat, watch YouTube, go to bed. (laughs) And I, that that was my routine every single day. Um, and then like when I got a job, it was, those were the only things I did was football, school and job. Mm-hmm. And I did that. There was nothing I could have told you step for step what my day was going to be in high school. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I never felt like bored. Like I never felt like, oh, this is existential dread or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I just kind of was like, all right, this is like what needs to happen. Like this is like, I can enjoy this. Um, it's like some ways that I, you know, try to enjoy, that I found enjoyment Mm -hmm. in those things was, um, just like in, in the moments, just like, even though I was doing a lot of stuff, it was like, there were always like gaps, like even while I'm doing it. So like, for example, like during football practice, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, we're doing all this stuff. Like we're doing hit drills, we're doing conditioning, all that stuff. And it's like, wow, this sucks, you know? Mm -hmm. But then like. Like, sometimes I'd just be standing there, like, on the sidelines or, you know, just, like, in the after a play, and I just look around. It's, like, the sun is setting. Like, mm. it's a beautiful fall day, and I just, like, would stand there for, like, 30 seconds or whatever, you know, mm. like, 60 seconds and just, like, enjoy, like, God's creation and mm. just enjoy, like, where I'm at. It's, like, not a lot of, you know, people get to be in the position that I'm in. Like, I'm playing something 
that I want to do, you know, like I'm getting, I have all these, like I'm in good health. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I get to go home to a family who loves me and stuff like that. And so it's like just sitting there, even though everyone else around me was like, oh, football practice, you know, like, oh, we got to run sprints or oh, coach is mad. It's like, um, just like, you know, counting your blessings, you know, it sounds kind of, um, cheesy, but it's kind of, that's just kind of what I did is I just would sit there and just enjoy it. And so, um, that's definitely something that I just kind of naturally had, you know, I found came easy to me. Yeah. Was just enjoying those things. That is really cool. I think from what you hear too, is like, it's not just like something you like turn on and off. It's Mm -hmm. almost like a lifestyle Mm -hmm. of just like, if, if you ever meet a person that's like, like super like mm-hmm. worshipful or yeah. someone that's super prayerful. I think in mm-hmm. some way, the same way of like someone that's like intentional or like just like, I don't know what the, uh, another word, but like just loving life in the mundane mm-hmm. is like, it's also a lifestyle that has to be like cultivated mm-hmm. like through like loving Christ. Mm-hmm. And because honestly it's like, yeah, I mean if, if you don't see like the beauty in like the creation and like all these mm-hmm. things, I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, a bit like you said, the word lifestyle, mm-hmm. and like I, I really like that. I think that's a good word to use. I, the word that comes to my mind is perspective. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like having, like a biblical perspective, or just like having a Christ-centered or God's perspective of mm-hmm. like life. Um, and so, like when you read the account of creation, it's like God looks at it and He's like, "Dude, that's good." <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, I that's love good, that. Yeah. You know. And so, like even like you read in Job. Mm-hmm. Where, like, God is, you know, describing, like, mm-hmm. all the things that he sees, like, all the things that he knows, you know, in the creation that are happening. And it's, like, man has no idea, but God gets to enjoy it fully. And it's, like, God's proud of mm-hmm. creation. And it's, like, it's awesome. And mm-hmm. so, and that's just one example. You know, there's, you know, millions of different things. You know, we haven't even gotten into the gospel. You know, yeah. it's, like, the excitement and the awesomeness of mm-hmm. that. But um, just in creation itself, it's, like, God sees it and he's, like, that's really cool. And yeah. then we're, we see it every day and it's like, ugh, you know, just yeah. another, another day. And so, hmm. yeah, I think just on the like superficial level, like the mm-hmm. very high up, like at the very least, it just makes you like a, like a better person, you know, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Sure. Yeah. And that's like, we're not even like, cause we're going to like dive deeper into this, mm-hmm. but it's like, just from that level of like, just looking at it, like someone that really does just like, it's just like nice to be around people mm-hmm. like that. And I think it's like the type of people that we want to be and just like that person that Christ was of like, mm-hmm. he really just, um, his presence was just warm and welcoming yeah. because mm-hmm. he wasn't like, it's, I think it's also linked to anxiety or other things Definitely. of like trying to help fight that mm-hmm. is, um, contentment. Yeah. Like once you adopt kind of that perspective or see that contentment, it's like, um, I, I just, and I, you might be this person or you might've, you mm. know, someone who's this person where it's like, something bad happens and they're like, my entire day is ruined. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. now all, that was another day gone. And so it's like, but like once you adopt just kind of like that contentment, it's like you just start to notice that that doesn't happen as much. It's like mm-hmm. bad things happen. It's like, all right, I got all this other good stuff to, you know, be content with. And so it's yeah. like, it doesn't completely tank your mindset. Yeah. And I think that's something that can be commonly confused with being like just flat, mm-hmm. but it's not flat. It's just like, it, it takes a healthy, like understanding of like a gospel perspective. What was the word you use? Like a perspective? A pers- uh, just a perspective. Yeah, like just, a Christ-centered or a God-biblical perspective. Yeah. 
I mean, that's not gonna happen like on its own. There may mm-hmm. be certain people like, wow, this per- person doesn't seem like very moved by mm-hmm. things. Yeah. But it's really, it's like for it to be like genuine, you really mm-hmm. do have to be like, yeah. have that um, gospel perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're kind of going next is like, how can we have that? And so we have a couple of verses that we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And this is going to lead us to like the application. Like mm-hmm. what does this say for our, our own lives? And we can give some specific examples. So the first verse I had was Romans eleven thirty six, which says, For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. And I heard this first when someone was talking about it, was actually in a talk about, like, it wasn't trusting God in the mundane, but I think it was something along the lines of living in the mundane moments Mm -hmm. or something like that. From him and through him and to him are all things. So it's not just certain parts of creation are used for God's glory, but it's like every single created thing is like created for his glory. And so it just changes your perspective on like, whatever you're doing like if it's in the moment just kind of like um i think it's the first corinthians like 10 31 like whether you eat or drink or whatever you Mm -hmm. do do all the glory of god and so that means like you know it affects the way you sleep the way Mm -hmm. you talk to your parents and Mm -hmm. um i think just um this verse is just cool because it just puts a little bit of weight on the mundane things Mm -hmm. where um sometimes we put more weight on the exciting, which there is mm-hmm. equal amount yeah. of glory to God in that, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, I definitely think that's like a good application of that verse. And um, yeah, I mean, how you how you view the mundane definitely kind of shows who you are as a person, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, that's really like mm-hmm. So I think the big verse we're going to kind of dwell on for a little bit mm-hmm. is in Hebrews 13. And so, yeah, do you want to read that for us? Yeah, got it pulled up right here. Starting in verse 5, it says, Be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Um, and then later in verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Um, and so, uh, looking back at that, the very first part says, be content with what you have. Um, and then it says, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so, um, this is, you know, the biblical account of like why we should be content. Um, and it's because God has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so, um, kind of what we're talking about with like having a gospel mindset in the mundane is like, no matter how boring or like unexciting or, you know, things aren't changing or anything like that. It's like, I have God and that cannot be taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's like, that sounds simple. Right. And it's like, we know that, but it's like to like feel that in, in those moments is like, that's, that's when you really start to see like your lifestyle change. It's like, once you believe that it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, in these moments, I can really just not just think, okay, I have God, but then you're still like, ugh, like I have to go to work today. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but where it's like you can think that and then it like, it does affect your heart to where you can still feel like a little flutter or, you know, just yeah. feel like, man, like I'm doing this for the glory of God or like, man, I can just mm. enjoy God in my work. And so. Yeah, I think this is just a side note, but I think when you really do like dwell on that it brings out your gifts Mm -hmm. like your individual gifts Mm -hmm. like whether it's like 
um, you like are like really poetic or, Mm -hmm. you know, like music, whatever. I think it's just like that, that understanding that you have God will like kind of drive that out in your work and Mm -hmm. it'll like help you excel, like whatever you're doing um, and just love people well. Mm -hmm. But I think the question I have is just like, what does it mean to like have God? Like, what is that like? encompass and like mm-hmm. how would that affect the way like I go to like work or mm-hmm. do the dishes? Yeah. Yeah. it's a good question. I think kind of back to what you're, you were saying with uh, Romans eleven thirty six was like, or in first Corinthians mm-hmm. 10 is like having God is like, okay, like I am right with God. Mm-hmm. And so it's like what I do like through Christ can be like a spiritual sacrifice yes. to God. And so it's like in everything that I do, you know, not just like, oh, these exciting things, like these awesome things. It's like, especially in the mundane, it's like, this is my life. If it is 90% of your life and you're Mm -hmm. like, man, I'm just going to give the 10% exciting stuff. It's like, (laughs) no, I want to give a hundred percent of my life. So that's 10% of the exciting stuff and the 90% mundane. And so like just giving God the mundane in your life is like, it, it does change how you, how you view the mundane, but it also changes like how you view God. I feel yeah. like it's like, man, like I have God and then that becomes more precious to you. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now I can, I can enjoy my job or I can, or, you know, I keep saying job, but mm-hmm. it's like, I can enjoy, I don't know, <laughs> doing the dishes or, you know, taking a quiz or, you know, nothing exciting yeah. you know, throughout a day. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of how I, I would see that, how it, how it like actively can change yes. how you do that. Yeah. And just like having God is, having Christ and mm-hmm. through the gospel, just seeing like he laid down his life for us and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And I think just like in my own life, I think I've seen it at different times. Like, for example, like, you know, I was uh, pulling weeds mm. and just like, <laughs> I was just thinking about like, you know, it just it brings you all these like spiritual analogies yep. mm-hmm. because you're just thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. and just, I think tying that into your regular life is like, you know, God, like taking out all like the sin in my life or whatever. Yep. And just seeing like how like deep the mm-hmm. root of sin or stuff like that, just like analogies. And mm-hmm. I think C.S. Lewis is really good at this of like, he wrote a thing on like, it's called meditations in a tool shed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. have you heard yep. of that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's super good. Yeah. Um, do you, do you want to give like a rundown of what it's about? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's this guy, I guess, C.S. Lewis is standing yeah, in a tool Lewis. shed and, um, it's dark and you can't really see anything, but there's like a strip of light coming mm-hmm. in through the door. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. 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 There's a strip of light coming in through the door. Um, and that's basically the only light in the room. And so like when he, when he looks like he can see like, you know, the particles or he can see the ray of light and he can see what the light illuminates in the tool shed. You know, he can kind of see a little bit, but it's not until he like puts his eye up to the hole in the tool shed or Mm -hmm. up to the light when he actually looks at the light source that he can see the trees, he can see Mm -hmm. the outdoors, he can see the sun, like he can see the beauty of like where the light source comes from. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of how you would? Yeah. And I think he talks about like, chasing the light back mm-hmm. up to the source yep and he's like you, you know you look at the ray like which is going through you see the dust particles mm-hmm. and the ray of light and it's like really beautiful but he's like it's not just that thing that's illuminating but he's like take it back to the source mm-hmm. like take it back to the sun yeah. how much more radiating mm-hmm. and beautiful that is and yeah I, yeah i don't remember it all this is definitely a summary on the top of our mm-hmm. heads but Basically, what I'm saying, though, is, like, C.S. Lewis had a mind for seeing beauty mm-hmm. and, like, beholding it. And specific, like, I think 
a ton just in the mundane. Mm-hmm. Like he really did just in his daily life. He was just seeing and beholding mm-hmm. the beauty of God. And it, I think a thing that that does, it just enhances your enjoyment of life. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to, it kind of puts more of a weight. Like it becomes the mundane just becomes more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like you want to, yeah, it just like changes the way you mm-hmm. live in that. And so, um, yeah, just a couple of thoughts from that. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll ask you a question. Sure. <laughs> um, or we can just talk about this question yeah. is, why do you think we dread the mundane? Or like, why mm. do you think we like, you know, you said earlier, like we have an affinity towards exciting things yes. and we kind of don't like the mundane. Like, why do you think that is? Do you think there's like some spiritual fallenness in that? Or do you think like hmm. that's just because this new age, you know, information age, like mm-hmm. we hate the mundane or like, where do you think the source might be of that? It's a good question. I think, I mean, obviously it's like if any part of us finds boredom it's because of the fall mm-hmm. it's like we're supposed to be in constant exhilaration mm-hmm. i think god's in constant exhilaration yeah. over creation mm-hmm. yeah if there's a quote it's like god's like over every single dandelion he's never like gotten tired of it he mm-hmm. makes it exactly the yeah. same just mm-hmm. because he enjoys it so much yeah. from the pleasures of yeah. god mm-hmm. you know and it's just like you just see like god he never gets bored he has this childlike enthrallment mm-hmm. with creation and like any bit of us that like finds like of boredom is mm-hmm. just because of our fallenness. And I think it's sometimes why we have a hard time conceiving heaven is or like eternity is just because like our fallenness, we can't understand like, but we'll have purified bodies like mm-hmm. which won't experience boredom. And so it's like with restored bodies, like we won't experience any of that. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But also like, like you said, like I think in the day and age we live in, there will be um, just like you're just bombarded with mm-hmm. it. I mean, like people post the highlights of our lives. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, who wants to post, um, <laughs> which people do sometimes, yeah, but like doing the dishes or <laughs> yeah, like walking the dog. Yeah. Or, you know, it's mm-hmm. like people. Yeah. I mean, obviously those are the things that make mm-hmm. up our lives. So yeah. sometimes we have an artificial mm-hmm. view of like what it means to live life and mm-hmm. just from the content. But yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah. Um, by the way, if you haven't, <laughs> Read the book, The um, Pleasures of God yes. by Johnny P. Johnny P. <laughs> John Piper. Um, Dayton and I both really like it a lot. And really I think good. and I think um, it ties in well to this topic as mm. well, just seeing like what God takes pleasure yes. in and then having that mindset. And mm. so would recommend. Yes. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. Outside of the Bible, it's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite books. Yeah. Yeah. It really is good. There's yeah. just so much beauty. He spends a whole chapter talking about the beauty of God and creation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super cool yeah, stuff. Like it is. He talks about a spider that will like take a envelop air around its body mm-hmm. and like dive down to the bottom yeah. of like a lake and mm-hmm. then like build its like shelter yeah. at the bottom of a lake and just like stuff like that where it's like, yeah. wow, this is just cool to think yeah. about. And he talks about how like God is really the only one who sees, who can, who yes. sees that, you know what I mean? So it's like, that <laughs> I just... I think that kind of blows my mind. I know. It's just funny to watch John Piper too, of mm-hmm. like his videos. Like he always gets like super excited about stuff. Yeah. Which I mean, it's love. Like you just like feed off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like John Piper just like mm-hmm. loves like all, um, just loves God and loves yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, not to over elevate him because I know we do that sometimes because <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. he's fallen too. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, after God, that tangent, uh, what was, <laughs> what were you asking me? Um, you asked like, why are we, like, why do you think we have affinity mm-hmm. towards yeah. like, the exciting? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think just kind of how I see it in this kind of goes into how it would define mundane is like, um, we're afraid of like no change. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're, we enjoy change to a certain extent, you know, like, um, 
like right now, like in this point of our lives, it's Mm -hmm. like a lot of stuff is changing and like we get a lot of excitement from that. You know, it's like looking for, you know, graduation and like for jobs and stuff like that. It's like stuff is changing. And so, um, like we enjoy Hmm. that, like we enjoy change. Um, and a lot of times, like when people hear about heaven, it's like, it's the same and like there's no change and people are like, Whoa, like that sounds like that forever, (laughs) you know? Um, and so like, I I guess it's just more of a fear of not, of no change. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that in and of itself is a lie, right. Mm -hmm. It's like things do change. Right. It's like, it's like God, um, is constantly changing us, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, even though it's slower, like it seems slow, like we perceive it as slow. It's like, man, nothing's going to change until I retire or whatever, you know? And and so, um, we just look at it in that lens and it seems like it'll never change. And I feel like that's where a lot of our dread comes from. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And so also in Hebrews 13, uh, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Mm -hmm. And so like when I hear that, I'm like, whoa, like, like no change. Like he's the same. It's like, how can he enjoy anything? Like I enjoy changing or seeing change and stuff like that. And so I don't know. That's just kind of how, what I see in it. Yeah. I think the cool part too is like in heaven, we'll be discovering like new parts Mm -hmm. of God and just like Mm -hmm. exploring more of his goodness and just like any relationship with any person. It's like, you learn more and more about Mm -hmm. the person. Like you could know someone for you know, 20 years is like, yep. wow, I never knew this about you. Mm-hmm. And like how much more so for God, who's like infinitely, mm-hmm. you know, wonderful, beautiful, yep. um, holy, righteous, mm-hmm. just, and, you know, it's just like, we'll just be exploring his goodness forever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think like you said, like restored bodies is just mm-hmm. really cool. I was trying to find a verse that talks to, I, I remember there was one in the Psalm somewhere, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll maybe add it later mm-hmm. in the notes of this, but yeah. Um, I think it's, it's a really good thought to think yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I guess just like coming back in just to land this and just kind of bring it back to our own lives of mm-hmm. like, I know we've talked about um, how this plays out, but um, just like getting real in the like nitty gritty, what are some applications and maybe some examples you have for mm-hmm. us on how to deal with the mundane? Like how, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to people? Yeah. Um, so I guess um, application um, is kind of like that story that I shared before, mm-hmm. like, you know, in football practice, like I just sit and I'd enjoy creation. Right. And I was like, man, like I, I would just enjoy it. Um, that was before I was a Christian. Yeah. Right. And so like, it, it's not like I was just enjoying the nice weather is mm-hmm. essentially what it was. And so like, it doesn't have to be like super spiritually, like in depth, like, man, I'm going to power through this yeah. mundane, you know, like I, um, it's, it's like in things like that. And so, Um, but now that I am a Christian, it's like, and I do have the gospel and I understand it better. Um, it's like, I, I just don't see how I could ever have boredom. I don't Mm. know. Like, I know that's not helpful because a lot of people are like, what? (laughs) But, but, um, it's like just being, being in a space where it's like, no matter where I'm at, I can always think about God and I can Mm. always just like enjoy him and whatever. Cause in every moment of my life, it's like God is blessing me in a million different ways. And so just like being able to see that and being able to enjoy that and be thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I hope that kind of like makes sense and doesn't seem like, yeah, I, I, I hope that that answers the, 
problem that that solves yeah. the problem of like boringness being like or mundane being like enjoyed mm-hmm. it makes me think of like psalm 119 that's like i sit on my bed and like mm-hmm. meditate on you and your yeah. word mm-hmm. and just like whole psalm 119 in general it's just like meditation it's like mm-hmm. dude it's just like they're just just thinking about mm-hmm. like who god is and yeah. his goodness and it's just really sweet i mean it literally says it was like his your word is like sweeter than honey mm-hmm. you know and just like how much delight they had in mm-hmm. God and the psalmist. Mm-hmm. The next thing I had would be just like learning how to sit still. Mm-hmm. And like, cause me personally, I prioritize like being in a rush and being mm-hmm. in a hurry. Yeah. Like I almost like prize that in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, if I'm like in a rush, if I'm barely making it mm-hmm. to events or, you know, a, hanging out with people, it's mm-hmm. like, then, yeah. then I, then I am living life, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I've made it. <laughs> and so, and now there's like, it, we're about to be on break mm-hmm. and life is about to slow down. Mm-hmm. I think just like, if that's what I'm been relying on, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to crash hard because mm-hmm. it's just the reality of it is you'll have to learn how to like sit still. But even when you are having lots of things going on, mm-hmm. it's okay mm-hmm. just to sit and just be there. Yeah. But, like, if you aren't right, reading your Bible, like, you know, consistently, you know, I haven't, I think it's maybe hard to, like, bring mm-hmm. that back in. Like, your mind is just going to wander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technology is going to seep in. It's just, like, the way it is mm-hmm. unless you're, like, fighting against it. Yeah. So, I my, one application would just be to sit still, you know, read mm-hmm. your Bible. Yeah. Um, simple, but. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say, like. Like, I would agree with you, like, running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Like, honestly, like, yeah. I enjoy that. Like, yes. like there was, um, <laughs> like, there was a time, you know, last year, my sophomore year, uh-huh. first semester, I was, like, doing ministry on my own. I was going, I was meeting people at mm-hmm. um, residence halls. I was going, playing <laughs> football with people. I was meeting with people. I was never in my dorm, like, yeah. ever, or in my apartment. And I loved, I was like, you know, this is awesome. Like, it's super <laughs> enjoyable. Like in that, I'm I'm not saying like oh mm-hmm. I just I've always enjoyed being, you know, sitting still. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I can also literally sit in a chair and just be in stasis for <laughs> hours. And it's like I I just, um, yeah, just just in those moments when you're super running around, it's mm-hmm. like just remembering that that it's good to sit as well. Yes. And sometimes like when I do sit and I'm just like not doing anything it like hurts. Like I feel like physical pain. I'm like I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I need bones. to be productive. Yeah. Um, but I see that as like hmm. sanctifying, you know, it's like, it's a sanctifying pain. Like, okay. I can sit here and I can rest hmm. in, you know, in Christ. I can rest in God. It's like God rested, you know, going back to creation, it's like God rested and he set an example for us to rest in him. And so, um, even though it's painful, it's like, I can still, you know, enjoy it I mm-hmm. guess if that makes sense and so. yeah I think that's a good example I think sometimes too it's like just like for anyone listening I think there might be some people that tend to take this message and just run with it like mm-hmm. just sitting yeah. all, all the time or whatever yeah. you know it's like mm-hmm. it, it can go both ways and so just a word of saying it's like this is like you know just take this as it is and just mm-hmm. like wherever this applies to your own life the, and the thing you said I think just bringing that in as an application to put it shortly of learning to slow down and count your blessings mm-hmm. was something you said. And yep. I think that's a great application mm-hmm. of just like in your life. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, and so like, that's just where it, it's important to know what your blessings are. And so that's where like having a biblical perspective comes in. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Just tying it all together. Okay. Well, we're about to land this plane. Mm-hmm. So I got I'm gonna I got a quote from C.S. Lewis. Just like a background, like C.S. Lewis is a like a romantic in a lot of ways. He just like really like romanticizes everything. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, same. <laughs> so the the title of this section is like only supernaturalists can see nature. So I'm gonna read this quote. The Englishness of English is audible only to those who know some other language as well. In the same way, and for the same reason, only supernaturalists really see nature. You must go a little away from her, and then turn around and look back. Then at last the true landscape will become visible. You must have tasted, however briefly, the pure water from beyond the world before you can be distinctly conscious of the hot, salty tang of nature's current. To treat her as God or as everything is to lose the whole pithe and pleasure of her. Come out, look back, and then you will see this astonishing cataract of bears, babies, and bananas, this immoderate deluge of atoms, orchids, oranges, cancers, canaries, fleas, gases, tornadoes, and toads. How could you ever have thought this was the ultimate reality? How could you ever have thought that it was merely a stage set for the moral drama of men and women? She is herself. Offer her neither worship nor contempt. Meet her and know her. The theologians tell us that she, like ourselves, is to be redeemed. The vanity to be which she was subjected was her disease, not her essence. She will be cured in character, not tamed, nor sterilized. We shall still be able to recognize our old enemy, friend, playfellow, and foster mother, so perfected to be not less but more herself. That will be a merry meeting." So just say that again. It's like he says in here, like only supernaturalists really see nature. And this is really heady, I know, and I'm probably not a good quote to read. <laughs> but the idea is he's like you must have tasted like the pure water to really understand where you're at now. So I think just seeing this reality of heaven helps you to really enjoy mm-hmm. like the mundane right now. And C.S. Lewis was really good at that. So that's all I had. And that's, I think, all you have. Show. Mm-hmm. Sure. We're going to wrap it up, and mm-hmm. thanks for joining the studio. Yeah, and, thanks for having me. Yeah, and Trevor and Kyle for being our live audience today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this has the, been the podcast couch. Oh, so anyways, yeah, we end every episode, we're going to say, and that's how you trust God, bro. So I'm going to go one, two, three, and we'll, we'll say that, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how, how you trust, trust God, God bro. bro.